Welcome to the April 25th, 2019 edition of the Crypto.IQ Daily Radio Show, where we do a deep dive market analysis every day and talk about the most interesting stories in the Bitcoin and crypto space. This is your host, Space Marine Live from Space. So yesterday, Bitcoin uh, dropped from just over $5,600, which was the 2019 high, to as low as $5,380 on Bitstamp. After that, Bitcoin recovered a bit and was high as $5,450 by the overnight hours, by 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. or so. And then Bitcoin pulled back once again, went as low as $5,400, even a little lower on Bitstamp. It seems like there's decent support around $5,400 because it bounced right off that. And during the early morning hours, starting about 3 a.m., Bitcoin has been increasing again up till now. And right now, Bitcoin's at 5460 It was as high as 5470 maybe an hour ago. So $5,600 is the level to watch to see if Bitcoin could go bullish again and climb towards $6,000. And then $5,400 is our support. And that's the level to watch to see if the market's going to get bearish again and slide towards 5000 Since Bitcoin has been climbing during the early morning hours, things look a little better this morning on the crypto market. Yesterday, it was deep in the red. A lot of major cryptocurrencies down over 5%. That being said, the market is mixed this morning. It's not all in the green, but it's not looking as bad as it was yesterday. Ethereum is down half a percent, near $165. Ripple's up 0.1%. Bitcoin Cash is up 2.2%, near $283, just over a $5 billion market cap. To put that in perspective, Bitcoin's at a $97 billion market cap. If we have one more Bitcoin rally, uh, Bitcoin will go over a $100 billion market cap. Litecoin is up 2.1% at $74, recovering some of its losses from yesterday. EOS is down 1.5%, continuing its losses from yesterday. Uh, Binance Coin is up 3.3%, and the Binance Dex is officially live. So we talked about in the past show how the Binance Dex wallet had went live, and that basically means people could transfer their Binance Coins into the wallet, but the trading didn't go live yet at that point because they need enough liquidity to start the exchange. So now they've deemed there's enough liquidity to start the exchange, and it's really not that much volume, though, at this point. So it's like just... A little bit like right now the 24-hour volume on the Binance Dex is 38 Binance coins so that's less than a thousand dollars of volume so this is like the very early stages of the Binance Dex and it's pretty exciting to watch it at this exact moment and know that you're watching the beginning of the Binance Dex which will probably be the biggest decentralized exchange in history just because Binance developed it so well they have it on the Binance chain and there's a Binance Chain Explorer now. It like has blocks like less than every second. So it has tons and tons of blocks already. It's pretty much a blockchain for trading, which is a pretty new idea. Like before they had atomic swaps, uh, where you could transfer like cryptocurrencies between different chains and kind of trade that way. Uh, but this is like a real blockchain for trading, maybe like the first of its kind. Also, of course, Binance has a really good reputation. It's like the biggest spot crypto exchange in the world. And I'm sure a lot of Binance users will be jumping over to the Binance Dex once once there is enough trading volume and liquidity. Right now, it is pretty low liquidity and volume. Uh, there is only one trading pair. It's called Mithril, which is a cryptocurrency that existed before the Binance chain, but it transferred over to the Binance chain. So Mithril has become a Binance chain token. And that's how the Binance Dex works. Like Anything that's traded on there pretty much has to be a token on the Binance chain. 
I'm not sure how they're going to handle getting Bitcoin or Litecoin or Ethereum on there. I guess they'll have to create like a stablecoin version where they kind of like hold Bitcoin, issue a token that represents a Bitcoin. I'm sure they'll do that at some point soon. Anyways, Mithril's up 10% in the past 24 hours just because it is the first token on the Binance chain. So people are buying it up so they can use the Binance DEX. And that might be an interesting way for some small cap cryptocurrencies to gain value. Uh, they could just literally be one of the first tokens on the Binance chain and people will probably buy it up. Moving on with the rest of the market analysis. So Tether, which is the number one stablecoin, now has a market cap of $2.85 billion. And that's basically the same as the circulating supply of Tether. And it's been going up a lot over the past week and even the past months. Remember, Tether had a crisis in the latter half of 2018 because they lost their bank account in Puerto Rico. They eventually moved to the a bank in the Bahamas and they stabilized again but there was a point where Tether went down to like 90 cents even a little lower at its worst point but now it's back at a dollar quite stable and it's gaining its reputation back and its market cap is now back to where it was before it had that crisis in the latter half of 2018. It seems like Tether's circulation will keep going up it's like the most popular stablecoin on the big crypto exchanges. So this is good news for Tether Limited which runs Tether but it's bad news for the other stablecoin operators like USD coin, Gemini dollar, uh, Paxos standard, true USD. These coins I just mentioned actually launched right when Tether was having its crisis. They were kind of banking on Tether collapsing completely, and it looked like it might for a little while. It was pretty scary looking, uh, but it didn't collapse, and now it's back to full force. So these other stablecoin options, like USD coin is the biggest one besides Tether. It has a $251 million circulation. So that's like 10%, actually less than 10% now of Tether's circulating supply, and it's not going up anymore. So, yeah, they're kind of like not growing anymore because Tether is taking up the market share again. And that might just be the way it is for the foreseeable future. That doesn't mean USD Coin's going to disappear. It's pretty reputable and needed. It's run by Circle and Coinbase, so it has strong U.S. bank accounts. But the other even smaller stable coins, like they're probably struggling right now. They're being used for sure, but... They're probably not going to grow much as long as Tether is rapidly growing like this. So moving on with the rest of the market analysis. Stellar is up 0.6%. Cardano is down 0.1%. Tron is up 2.5%. Monero is up 1.6%. It's at $67. I think that's a really good price for Monero in general just because in the future it'll probably be worth a lot. Monero is the most stealth cryptocurrency there is and that's something that's needed. Like, Bitcoin has everything on a public blockchain, but Monero is, like, so stealth, like, you can't trace where the transactions came from, and that's probably something that's going to be popular in the future. It already is popular, but I'm just saying it, it'll probably be up near the top of the list. That's what I believe, at least. I'm speculating, but I think Monero, and even Dash, so Dash is up 1.8% this morning, near $118. I think Monero and Dash have a really bright future because of their anonymity technology. And then Dash is also the number one masternode cryptocurrency, and people can, like, run a masternode where they... They have to put a lot of Dash together to run a masternode, but then they earn a good interest rate pretty much from that. It's kind of like proof of stake on steroids. And what the masternode does is, like, if someone sends a Dash transaction, it goes through the masternode and gets mixed up between many different addresses and then sent out. So that, like, really obscures where it came from. So these uh, anonymity coins are probably going to be quite popular in the future near the top of the list, I think. Bitcoin SV is up 0.3%. It's hanging just below $53. Bitcoin SV is still not doing very well. Following 
the Binance delisting and the Kraken delisting over that fight on Twitter between the founder of Bitcoin SV, Craig Wright, and Holdonut. So that kind of really tarnished Bitcoin SV's reputation more than it was already tarnished. Remember back in November, uh, there was that fork where Bitcoin SV split off from Bitcoin Cash. That was a big fight to begin with. So Bitcoin SV didn't start on the best of terms and it just got worse. So it's down there at number 14 on CoinMarketCap, sliding towards the land of altcoins. If it crashes again, it will almost be at the point where I'm not going to mention it on the market analysis. Uh, Tezos is down 4.6% this morning at $1.21. So yesterday, Tezos went down like over 10%, and that was a surprising reversal. Perhaps not surprising because Tezos went up from like $0.40 cents in March to like as high as $1.50 like a couple days ago. And it seemed like it was a bubble. There was reasons for Tezos rallying. It became the most popular proof-of-stake cryptocurrency because Binance and Coinbase announced staking services for Tezos. But it probably went up too fast and it looked like a bubble. I still want to wait like another day or two or three before declaring that this really was a bubble. Because if it is a bubble, it would crash a lot more. Because that 10% drop yesterday, or it was over 10%, like 13 or 14%. That's probably enough to pop the bubble and cause a panic and a crash, and I want to see if that actually unfolds. Well, this morning it's down 4.6%, so it keeps going down. So it's starting to be more confirmed, but I'm not going to confirm it yet that Tezos is going to crash because it went up too much. And that's the case in the crypto world sometimes. Sometimes you get a smaller coin rallying way too much, and then there's one bad day, and then the whole market reverses for that coin. IOTA is down 1.5%, hanging out there at number 16 on coin market cap. And then Dogecoin is down 1.2% this morning. Dogecoin's been consistently going down over the last week. $307 million market cap. Remember during the, the beginning of the rally this month, Dogecoin went up 100%, but since then it's been losing and losing and losing. But Dogecoin will always be around. It's a major cryptocurrency, even though it's down there at number 26 on coin market cap. Because it's kind of like the most social cryptocurrency. Like There's still that Reddit Dogecoin where people tip each other Dogecoin back and forth and it's very friendly. It's kind of like a portal for the cryptocurrency world. So a lot of new crypto users start with Dogecoin. And that pretty much makes it a major cryptocurrency like most of the crypto users know about Dogecoin. The total crypto market cap is moving up slightly since yesterday afternoon when it reached a low of $174.5 billion. Now the total crypto market cap is up $3 billion at $177.5 billion. That's still below where it was when Bitcoin was at $5,600. The total crypto market cap reached $185 billion. So we're down about $8 billion since then. But that being said, this is 77% above the bear market low of $100 billion in December. So the crypto market has made significant progress. And the bearish day yesterday is not enough to like ruin that progress and put a little dent in the progress but we're still 77 percent above that bear market low i'm not going to declare the bear market over yet especially until i see that cme bitcoin futures expiration tomorrow there were a few months during 2018 where bitcoin went up all month and then right when the cme bitcoin futures expiration happened bitcoin started to crash for a month so i want to make sure bitcoin's not just going to go into that same cycle of going down a lot after the expiration if bitcoin could stay steady or even continue to be bullish after the expiration, that's a really good sign and would indicate perhaps we're in that uh, consistent long-term rally that'll bring us into a new bull run. But if it starts going down a lot after the expiration, it's probably going to be more of the same. So I don't know what's going to happen, but it's definitely something to watch. 
So that's all I have for the market analysis. Moving on to the first interesting story of the day. Apparently the Brave browser, which is like a blockchain-based browser, not really running on the blockchain, but it's it has its own cryptocurrency called Basic Attention Token, BAT. And for a long time, it was promised that users of the Brave browser will literally receive this cryptocurrency for viewing ads. So instead of uh, basically the website owner receiving money for viewing ads only, which is the case on the whole rest of the internet, like people run ads on their websites to get money in order to make a living. Brave took that idea and changed it a bit. And basically, if you're viewing the ads, you get a cut of the ad revenue too. So finally, they're paying people for uh, viewing the ads and people are getting basic attention token right now, according to this report at least. I'm going to download Brave Browser myself and see if this works and report back like how much money does it really make. But anyways, at this exact time, they're not letting anyone withdraw their basic attention tokens because they say they would get defrauded massively if they just did that because people might be running like many browsers and like you know there's like click farms basically like there's literally offices full of people clicking and they have like 10 computers at once for each person so like there's something called click farms and that's like people use those to increase their website traffic and stuff like they'll actually pay to make fake traffic and a click farm could make a lot of money if the brave browser didn't do KYC know your customer so even though it kind of sucks that they're going to have to collect customer information before people can earn money on the Brave browser. And that's probably going to turn away a lot of crypto users. Uh, the cryptocurrency community has been so associated with anonymity since the beginning. So in order to use Brave, you cannot be anonymous. You would have to go through a KYC process and prove exactly who you are. So basically, you can't just have 10 computers at once with a robot clicking on everything and collecting a ton of basic attention token. Like That would instantly start happening today if they didn't uh, you know, account for that. So I guess people could be doing it today uh, before the KYC is implemented. But when the KYC comes, they can only claim the basic attention tokens for one of their accounts. So people that are trying to set up click farms for BAT right now should probably not do that because they're not going to get anything out of it. It's going to waste their time. So I agree with them. It would totally ruin their system if they didn't have KYC. But yeah, the KYC is not there yet. So people cannot uh, withdraw their BAT yet. That being said, I'm going to try it out and report back how much money can you really earn from using the internet because people are on the internet like all day long, aren't they? Like I am a lot of the time. I try to be good about that and not do it all the time, but most of the world's like hooked into their iPhone or on their computer. So imagine if you got paid like some Satoshis every time you clicked on a website. So yeah, I'm going to check that out. Moving on to the next story. A payment firm called WireX is launching 26 stablecoins on the Stellar blockchain. So this is really interesting to me because this is pretty much like a cryptocurrency version of Forex, foreign exchange. And Forex is one of the most popular trading mechanisms in the world, used by like pretty big traders and knowledgeable traders. Well, anyways, now it looks like Forex will be possible with cryptocurrency. I've been expecting this for a while. And it's already possible. There's different stablecoins that are denominated in different currencies. So... On this show, we talk about the USD stablecoins. They're by far the biggest, but there's definitely a Euro stablecoin out there and a Chinese Yuan stablecoin out there. Well, anyways, YRX is launching 26 of them at once, so they're going to have like a Forex right there. Uh, right off the bat, they're going to have the US dollar, the Euro, the British pound, the Hong Kong dollar, and the Singapore dollar. So people using these YRX stablecoins could shift between the different foreign currencies and do Forex right on the blockchain, and that really simplifies the process. 
and makes it a lot more efficient because there's lots of fees when doing Forex and maybe the fees will be less with this. I can't confirm that yet. But anyways, it seems like Forex is coming to the cryptocurrency world. I guess the next step would be to have stocks based in cryptocurrency, like have a token for each stock that's actually like a stable coin for a stock. So I think that's possible in the future too, and I'm watching out for that. Moving on to the next story. 2,100 Coinstar machines in the United States spread across 19 states have become pretty much Bitcoin ATMs. It seems like they're literally just a regular Bitcoin ATM, like... Uh, some people might think of Coinstar, it's like where you dump all your coins in at like the grocery store and you get some dollar bills out. Well, anyways, people could literally take those dollar bills and then put them right back in the machine and buy Bitcoin now. So that's really cool that we have suddenly 2,100 more Bitcoin ATMs around the world. And there's a $2,500 limit, so people could actually take their own money there, like $100 bills, like a stack of them, and put it in the machine and get Bitcoin. So that's really interesting. That uh, And that's kind of the future of Bitcoin ATMs. We have a pretty big Bitcoin ATM network around the world. I'm looking right now on Coin ATM Radar, which is like the site to go to see how much Bitcoin ATMs there are. And there's almost 4,700 crypto Bitcoin ATMs around the world. And that number has been rapidly growing through time. And now it seems like we can add 2,100 to that number. I don't think that's on Coin ATM Radar yet, but that's the future of it. So we started with the regular Bitcoin ATM machines that are literally created by a company trying to do Bitcoin ATMs. And now we can integrate the Coinstar network and then maybe real ATMs. Like there's a lot more regular fiat ATMs and maybe they can integrate Bitcoin too one day. Of course, they're run by banks, so that's a little harder to do. But I've seen some stories in the past talking about that possibility. So yeah, that's the feature, just converting regular ATMs and machines that process cash into Bitcoin ATMs because it's literally just a software update and that would spread Bitcoin ATMs everywhere and really help Bitcoin adoption. Even this case that I'm talking about this morning of Coinstar converting 2,100 machines to Bitcoin ATMs, that increases the number of Bitcoin ATMs in the world by like 50% all at once. Moving on to the next story. So someone added up the numbers and found that Ripple Labs, which owns like almost all the Ripple in the world, like if you look at Ripple's circulating supply versus the total supply, there's 42 billion Ripple that are circulating and that number is constantly going up because there's a hundred billion ripple that were created in total and they were all like held by ripple labs at the beginning so now there's 58 billion ripple held by ripple labs and someone added up the numbers how much are their sales coming up to well so far ripple labs has sold 890 million dollars of ripple so that's a tremendous amount of money and last quarter was their most profitable quarter i guess if you want to call it that they sold $170 million of Ripple in Q1 2019. So their sales are going up, it seems. And so far, they've sold almost a billion dollars of Ripple. And that's applying a constant downforce on the Ripple market. So, yeah, the Ripple market kind of struggles compared to other cryptos because Ripple Labs is always dumping for profit. Moving on to the next story. Apparently, there's some rumors going around that Samsung is going to launch their own cryptocurrency called Samsung Coin. It's going to be an Ethereum-based blockchain. Sounds like an ERC-20 token, but I, that's just speculation. And this whole thing is just speculation. We've seen lots of stories like this in the past where you know, a reporter talks to someone that's familiar with Samsung's internal situation. That's what it literally says in this case. And then they jump to all these conclusions saying Samsung's going to launch a coin. Apparently, it might be a private, private blockchain, but it might become a public blockchain. Well... 
we've seen this with Facebook too, Facebook coin, and that's actually more legitimate. Facebook coin really is happening at some point, but it's just going to be a stable coin and kind of compete with PayPal. In this case, yeah, there's rumors that Samsung is going to launch a cryptocurrency. And if that's real, it would be the start of like all the big companies launching their own cryptocurrency because it's like another way to raise money. And I'm sure like a huge company like Samsung could probably get approval from the SEC to do an ICO if they wanted to do it. Well, that hasn't started yet. And this is just a rumor at this point, just to be clear, that Samsung is going to launch a cryptocurrency. So that's all I have for you today on this April 25th, 2019 edition of the Crypto.IQ Daily Radio Show. Come back tomorrow for another exciting episode and go to Crypto.IQ 24-7 for the most interesting stories in the Bitcoin and crypto space. Also join the Crypto.IQ trading desk. They have made 314% profits since July, despite that being during the worst of the bear market. And if you join the Crypto.IQ trading desk, you could see their trades in real time and their full analysis for each trade. So just by reading the Crypto.IQ traders analysis for each trade, you could become an expert cryptocurrency trader yourself. And then also you can ask the Crypto.IQ traders questions in real time and we'll answer your questions pretty quickly. So joining the Crypto.IQ trading desk is the best way to become an expert and profitable cryptocurrency trader. This is your host Space Marine signing out. I remain in space. <laughs>